Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man and Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andres Podcast, Crazy Dre Podcast Show, brought to you by Buzzsprout, only on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That is not true because of Buzzsprout, they distribute my stuff out to anyone that wants to listen to my podcast. Thank you for all the listeners, maybe those four people out there in America or South Africa or wherever you're from. Thank you so much. My main man, Mr. Sean, is back on the show. Oh, always blessed to be here and excited to be here. At least the sun was shining today. It was a little bit cooler, but blessed to be here. Another day in paradise. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, I'm a type of guy that likes to talk about different things, different things about life. Ron was on the show a couple of days ago. I still have to air that. Still trying to figure out how I'm going to air that so the sound sounds better. Everything else with it. Uh, the episode will come out in the, within next week of uh, talking about muscular uh, dysphagia. Uh, a case where my buddy Ron has. Uh, he, he did not know that he was diagnosed with it or didn't know he had it as a young age. Long story short, he came over, he hung out with us, Sean and I, and we, uh, he left his uh, Captain Morgan over, and I'll tell you this, Captain Morgan is totally different than Crown Royal, and I can tell you this, that, that Crown Royal is a lot better, even though they're two different drinks. Well, one's a rum, one's a whiskey, but first of all, um, I'm I'm just drinking water. Uh, I'm sober for 74 days. I've effed up my life enough. So you with, want so you want to get into it a little bit? We can if you no, want. No, yeah, let's I do mean, it. I've let's do it. Up, I've screwed up my life enough with uh, the alcohol situation, but I don't can I don't disconnect with or disconnect with anybody else drinking because you know everybody has a choice. Um, but to talk about Captain Morgan's. I mean, back in the day when I was in, you know, my drinking days, I've only, like I said, I've only been sober for 74 days, but I think I got too sick on Captain Morgan's that I don't even like it. But you want to know what's worse than Captain Morgan's? Soco. Southern Comfort. Yep. You know what? That's a drink. But I that- used to drink that just straight with a little bit of water on ice. That's how fucked up I was, dude. Jeez. Drinking Southern Comfort on ice. Dude, I'm going to tell you this. My buddy, my buddy, right? His name is Mr. Mentos. That's his nickname. He would drink anything. I left that. I picked up Southern Comfort one day for a party that we had. And you know what? The next time I came over, he didn't even touch that stuff. Because he said it made him throw up. Is that what happened to you with Southern Comfort? I mean, eventually it did. Yeah, that's the one that I probably... I would rather drink... I mean, going way back, I'd rather drink Keystone or the King Cobra or Steelhead. I mean, those are terrible beers. Steelhead. Oh, my God. Still Reserve, you mean? Still Reserve, yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God, dude. Maybe I'm just thinking about, I wish I had my, I wish, maybe I'm just thinking about wishing that I got head. I don't know. (laughs) You can. There's plenty (laughs) of people down the street. I don't need any homeless. No, exactly. All right. But anyway, I've been sober for. Almost 75, it'll be 75 days tomorrow. So let's talk about one thing. What it has, besides being sober, what has your body gone through 
for seven four days that you can tell the difference of being sober. Let's talk well, about the I wanna, positive. I want to work out more. I want to exercise more. Um, my way of thinking is a little bit different. Um, I actually appreciate life a little bit more. I, 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 I came from a blessing. I was very blessed. I was. Uh, I was an only child. I love my parents to death. They've always been there for me. Um, still have been. I'm a little bit closer to my father than my mother right now. But uh, that's my own doing. With my double addictions, but uh, at least we're working on one of them. I still love the gamble, uh, but uh, Rome isn't built in the day. And uh, with the gambling situation, you know, instead of betting a hundred dollars a night or you know that stuff, I've toned that down. But but you, with drinking, with drinking, your mindset's different. I've lost weight. I've wanted to go and work out more. Um, so that's positive. So. So let me, all right. And so I met some really cool people even being sober. I yeah, mean, of course. Of course. I mean, like now you don't have the pressure of being, uh, of being drink anymore. But I will. I mean, I still have a lot of friends that do drink. And I mean, I don't regret anything that I've done in my life. I'm glad I didn't kill anybody with my three DUIs. Um, that's a plus. Um, but uh, sometimes you just have to take into consideration that you can't do it anymore. I mean, other people can, can handle their liquor or their... Uh, beer and not make stupid decisions. Um, I was never an angry drunk. I was never abusive what? or anything like that. But I said some. I could say some stupid shit. We'll put it that way. Well, you seem like when I know when you and I drink, you seem very uh, up, positive and negative at the same time. A little bit of both. I mean, yeah. the negativity would have been yeah the, yeah. Okay, shoot, because I was probably gambling or maybe it was because my life isn't all together. I mean, I'm 39 years old, uh, single. I ruined two engagements because of drinking and all our drinking and maybe gambling too, but I still think the drinking was more. Um, but do you think uh, the gambling, do you think that there's a, it, there's a reason for you to gamble so much? Do you think that you need excitement? Or do you think that you rush. just like sports? Well, I like sports too, and I'm going to be watching the sports game anyway, so I want action on it. Okay. So you would never consider Quinn gambling? Probably not. Like, even if, even if your finances were in a shamble. I mean, my finances have been in a shamble before. I've been down to my last $34, and I won 12K in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was down so to my last. No, no. Super Bowl was $147 last year down, and I won 12K. And I've been down to. But you, then I won 60, 50K the next, or a week and a half later. I've been down, you know, once again this year, I was down to my last $100 or whatever and won $680 on the Super Bowl this year. So and I've, now I'm getting taxes back. So I, mean, so I feel like I feel like you have an understanding of how sports is gambled or how, or how to gamble on sports. Better than what I did when I used to play blackjack. Because I'll tell you right now, when I played blackjack and craps and all of that, if I would have never touched a fucking table, I'd probably be up in my, in my life. Yeah. Um, especially with the, you know, the big win last year, the 60-some-plus K. I, I do decent when it comes to sports gambling. I need to, anytime I go into a casino or whatever, um, there's no point to touch a table. I mean, if I never would have touched a table, I probably would be up. Yeah, that's real talk. I probably would be up. I mean, most people that are gamblers are down, and they always yeah. will be down. Yeah, exactly. So, 
do you want to discuss this this issue of why you're not uh, having a conversation with your mother? Do you want me to bring something, or do you want to leave it alone? I mean, it's just a double addiction. But there's a reason why you, you and your mother don't get along right now. Do you want to say that out loud to, to the world, or do you want to just leave it alone? You mean because I haven't addressed uh, the AA? You addressed the AA, which is what your mom is really happy about. But what she's really disappointed is what? Still facing a court situation. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, no, I'm saying with gambling. She doesn't want you to gamble, right? Correct. So that's part of the whole issue. Correct. But the whole, the other stuff, that can be left alone just because it's not something mm-hmm. that the, the whole world needs to know. Correct? Correct. So, so you... So well, I was just being honest. Yeah, I mean, of course. Someone wants to say something. Of course, of course. Now, like, you know, what I am more impressed with you, though, is not the fact that you're 74 days deep without drinking. The fact that, that you are basically hanging out with me almost every day. I'm very blessed with that. And the, um, we've, and become, the fact, we've become closer. Yeah. And but the fact that you and I, like, I drink here and there. And you know I don't drink every night. No, you don't. But I am very impressed that you're just like, you know what? If, if my buddy wants to go out and he wants to have a couple of beers and we'll have a couple of, I'll have a couple of drinks, he won't have a couple of drinks. I usually end up doing water or Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arnold Palmer is one of my favorite drinks because there's a little bit of a tea and a lemonade at the same time. Yeah. And... A cool thing about that is actually, I mean, even though we go, we'll give a little bit of an advertisement of the place that I used to work for. I used to work for Pe- Pepino's, mm-hmm. and I still love the crowd there. I love 90% of the people there. Um, it's an awesome place. It's a great restaurant, great food. Um, yeah. yeah I love it. Good, good sports atmosphere. We're actually going to try a new one tomorrow, I, uh, later this week because of, I wanted to get you to Big E's, but Big there's E's. some really great people at Pepino's, and... And great food, and even though I mean I I made I was still drinking at the time, and I made some poor choices and quit. I wish I would have never quit there. Um, yeah, yeah. But everything happens for a reason. Um, so, like I said, seventy four days. Um, I. Well, I'm actually proud of you because you don't do anything. I mean, when you end up drinking, you don't you don't end up being an asshole. You no. don't you don't break anything. You don't. I, I I'll tell you this. I will. You are might be a couple of light years behind me, but I'm going to tell you this. When I used to drink with my buddy with Mr. Mentos, with Mr. Thunder, and Antoine, and Q Diddy, I was a hot mess. Now, I will blame the fact that I was keeping up with guys who were twice my size. So they were about your size, but a little heavier maybe here and there. And when I used to get shit face I used to be a complete asshole like I was worse than you were and I'm saying that from the bottom of my heart and I made some bad comments I was you know with telling my ex-fiance that she was gonna marry me anyway while I was gambling and drinking well yeah but I mean dude there was one time during the Ohio State Michigan game I have nothing to do football football and I hadn't so I decided to go to a, a, my buddy, Mr. Mentos, 
friend's house in the suburbs. And I had nothing to eat, and I was bored, and he That's said... That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. You can, you can, if you want to drink, you can drink, and you can Dude. maybe even have, maybe you can even have six drinks. But if you don't do any food during the day... Dude, I threw up You're screwed. That, I threw up on that, on that person's couch. Oh, God. Dude, that's how much of an asshole I was. Back in the day, my, coll- my, that, my college years, when I drank, I should have learned from my first getting out of a DUI when I was there. I was so drunk that a taxi wouldn't take me home because I got in the taxi and then I went ready to go throw up and I threw up on the ground. I had to call my friend, Brittany, still remember to this day. Love her to death. I, I've done, and I'm glad she's accepted me back in her life. I mean, some people are taking their time to forgive me for certain things, but she had to deal with both. I mean, I broke some promises with not seeing her son when I was gambling and drinking at the same time, and I was already in Battle Creek, and I was winning, and then I ended up losing, and then I didn't show up to do lunch with her. That was a dick move, and I apologize, and she's forgiven me for that. But... um. Anyway, I went to school with her. I actually knew her since high school. But she picked me up, took me home, and I was so drunk, no bullshit. She looked at her friend and said, I had to be changed. I had to have the two girls change me, and Sarah was the other girl. Thank you to her. Brittany wouldn't do it. She goes, you have to take his pants off because I don't want to see his pecker. So You got a pecker down there? I have a anaconda but anyway yeah, your anyway um <laughs> she even had to take out my contacts i couldn't even focus far enough to pull take out my own contacts well i would have just left them in there if i was her it was not a, it was not one of my problems so she had her friend Brittany t- took out my contacts and then the other ones and then sarah ended up Making sure that take care of your pecker and not taking care of my pecker. She just made sure I got my shorts and pants on, and then they force fed me bread, and it, that just kept leading to throwing up. Force fed bread. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you this, Mister Mentos, Mister Mentos, when he dropped me off at my place, he couldn't leave. He cannot leave my place because he was so concerned that I would have rolled over and threw up. I'm I'm by myself, and then I would choke to death. Well, alcoholism is one of the only diseases that society accepts. Like, I mean, you can have a disability like you have as in CP or what you were talking about previously, or muscular or whatever. You could be bipolar. You could be a drug addict. You could be whatever. Addiction is addiction, but there is no cure for alcoholism. There isn't. I mean, other than meetings or just stop a, drinking. Well, yeah, stop a, drinking. A, a, or and go, all that. To re- yeah. go to rehab. Yes. Like, you know, if you have a disability, they're going to try to help you the best they can. If you're bipolar, they're going to give you some meds. Uh, there's no meds for alcohol. It's straight up just yeah. you quit if you drink and you drink heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, folks. All right, let's let's not have a downing diaper moment. Look, if you have an alcohol problem or addiction problem, go to your local neighborhood. Go to your local of uh, a place where you can get help. And if you have a double addiction, remember Rome is not built in a day. Because yeah. I am saying that I also gamble and. You're not as bad as you used to be because no, I've used to do 150, 100 dollars. You know, it's, I'm only willing to lose so much a day. And that's I'm only pretty good to lose so much a week. Yeah, so. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
I'm a gambler based on the NFL season. I'm really good at the NFL. I understand how the game's played. I understand, well, most of the time, I, I kind of have a circum circumference of that moment of understanding how the game is supposed to be played. So my gambling is based on football because it's a better controlling control environment. With basketball, you can't, the possessions are... You always told me football was rigged. What well, it is rigged, so you can actually calculate the point spread. It's a lot better than you can, can calculate any college basketball or any NBA basketball because there are so many possessions in basketball that you really can't, can't really fab into guess correctly unless you know the team or... The teams are that good or that bad. Well, it's real. I mean, since you brought up college basketball, you know, we're back in the conference tournaments today. And, yeah, that's been hit or miss. Look, so, at, look at, I mean, I don't know which one game you want to start. About, all right. But it's crazy. I'm a Michigan fan. And everyone has taken the parlays. Everyone has gone with Michigan thinking, even though, even though Rutgers had a warm game better than Michigan, Everyone in Michigan thought that Michigan could put off a one to ten point win. Or the money line was minus one fifty nine. And you know what? Just win a game, win by one point. Yeah. So, so, so Michigan. Spread was minus two. I I do think I do think Michigan's got a problem. I think the problem really is two things. John Juwan Howard has no idea on how to manage players to stay for two, three years. Now, Dickinson is an exceptional reason because Dickinson was under uh, uh, my buddy, uh, what's his, oh, what's that coach's name? Right at the top of my head. Beeline. Okay. So that is his player. That's not Juwan Howard's player. And I'm going to say this loud and clear, that if Juwan Howard wants to make anything different at Michigan, he's going to have to get players that want to be there for at least two to three years. At least. Now, they're not going to catch them staying for four years, but at least two years so that you can actually develop somebody. And I can say this about Kansas and Kentucky and all these other schools. They're going to have to do the same thing because these one-timer thingamajinks, that's Probably the reason why Coach K isn't coaching anymore. It don't work anymore. Kentucky is a disaster with Jim. Exactly. It's be because players realize that they don't have to go to Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, or North Carolina to make it in the NBA. They can go into the SEC, go to Alabama, go to Arkansas, go to the Pac-12, go to go to Northwestern, to Northwestern, and still be productive athlete. And look, Mountain West. Exactly. So, Hi Leonard. Look, I really do think that that college basketball is primarily the best sporting event out there right now. And I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of these players are not good basketball players. They're decent. They could beat your brother or your cousin in street ball. But if you watch a lot of these basketball players, they don't have a good shot. They just don't. They really, really don't. So talking about that, let's talk about the, the, 
the 13th seed from the Big Ten, a team that was supposed to be pretty good coming in the offseason, Ohio State. Now, I'm not an Ohio State fan. Do not like the Buckeyes. I'm a Michigan fan. We want to kill you. But you know what? They're hot. They're hot. They've won last what? I think five or six. Yep. And the crazy thing is they're doing it without their uh, best player. Um, he's on the bench. Um, they're doing it with – well, actually, I'm wrong. Um, it was not six. It's the last five out of, five out of six. So um, – Either way, um, they're, so, not, they're not a 15 and 18 ball club. They're, they've only won five games in the Big Ten, and um, they're scary. I mean, they knocked out Wisconsin – um, Wednesday, now they beat Iowa, which Iowa is a NCAA tournament. Wisconsin screwed now. They're not going to the dance. Um, Wisconsin, Iowa was already a lock. They were already in. But Wisconsin I mean, fell apart. Wisconsin yeah. fell apart before this game. It is a game that even Michigan beat them. Wisconsin right? cost me $500 that day uh, in a win. So yeah. It cost me $500 personally, but it cost me. I was 10 for 11 on a parlay, and I had Wisconsin plus 7 and not a fucking Ohio State one by 8. But Michigan State, I love you. I love my Spartans. But uh, you better learn something from what happened to Wisconsin and what happened to um, Iowa. Um, Ohio State's not a fluke. Um, they are hot, and they could win this tournament. They really could. Um, but let's, State, play basketball. let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Ohio State are playing more freshmen and sophomore freshmen in, the starting line. in the last seven games. So that says something. There's a confidence booster based on that coach about those freshmen. He's a good coach. This is one of the shittiest seasons that he's ever had because he was yeah. a good coach at Butler before yeah. he came to Ohio State. And his name is? Chris Hogan. I'm saying it wrong, but it's Chris something. Yeah. So let's let's give Ohio State props. Now I will say this about Michigan State. Now Michigan State is coming off a really difficult four weeks. Uh, I've never seen Izzo so mellow coaching during the game. Got some of that spirit back though. Okay. All right. Last Saturday. Okay. Let's. All right. I didn't see the game. I was at work, but I really do think that Michigan State is a team that they could, I don't know. I think they could go far, but with the situation that they had, it's going to be one of those games against Ohio State where if you allow Ohio State to dictate the first part of the game, Michigan State might have a problem. Michigan State does not play well when they're not on their court. And because they're in, in... in Indianapolis, Chicago. Chicago this year. Because it switches every year. Every year it cha- changes. I wonder why they don't play in Lansing or in Ann Arbor. That's, that's something they need to do. Change it every year. So one year is in Ohio, one year is in... in play at Little Caesars. Little Caesars. That's a good stadium. Yeah, but every year they should... Play at the Cleveland Cavs. Yeah, they should play where... They really play do. in the NBA stadiums. Yeah, they really should. I really would like to see that. So, but... I really do think that in some ways that Michigan State needs to realize if you start slow, you're going to be in a heap of lot of trouble. And if you rely too much on your three-pointers, 
you're going to be in a lot more problems if you don't hit those three-pointers. But they're going to have to do with the old Izzo way is grab those goddamn rebounds. And make free throws. And make you free throws. And I think that's that's the MO. That is, there's two things that piss off Izzo the most. It's not boxing out and getting rebounds. And since I went to Michigan State and hearing all the stuff um, and going all the way back when he was on the Upper Peninsula where, uh, where he was in high school, when he lost a state championship because he missed one free throw, he makes sure that his, boy, his, his players practice 100 free throws per day. So he can't have an excuse to miss, when he missed free throws. All right. All right, folks. Let's go talk about the living legend. New Yorker, Georgetown graduate, ex-Georgetown coach, Patrick Ewing. Now, I'm a big fan of Patrick. I am not a big fan of his coaching skills. It's like Isaiah Thomas. He just screwed up everything. Maybe Patrick Ewing's got the same aspect. No, I think think Isaiah Thomas and Patrick Ewing are two different different planets. Isaiah Thomas is a businessman. He's going to look at the big picture. He's a businessman. He ran the Grand Rapids Hoops under the ground. He ran the Toronto Raptors under the ground. Ran the Knicks under the ground. He's got his own champagne company and his own marijuana company. So does Mike Tyson. And he does pretty good in both those. So does Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson will just punch you if you don't buy his stuff. He also, did you hear about what kind of gummies he has? Air gummies. Air gummies. Holyfield. And, some, and they're not. They're saying in some states they're banned because you can't have body parts. And that's not. <laughs> that is not true, folks. It, that is they, true. They banned in Colorado. They banned. They banned that because they didn't want uh, people to go out there and bite someone's ear off. I'm pretty sure Colorado does not have a problem with women buying gummies that look like penises and guys buying gummies that look like boobs. I really do not think so because if it's a well, bad, well, think about that. All the alcoholic it, drinks you got the you got the drink called the blowjob. So yeah, it's a bachelor party, a bachelor party. I'm pretty sure they have gummies out there that look like a penis, probably, or a, a just blue, like to drink sex on or, the beach. Everybody or, wants to have sex on the beach, or a vagina. Mm-hmm. You've never seen those before. I know. I don't know, but remember, it's 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 centered for the kids. I don't know why we're talking about oh, vaginas. You're right. Is it? Is it? <laughs> what kids going to listen to? Cripple, and the other guy is going to listen to, to Dumbo over here. Ew. Ew. Look, as I'm drinking this Crown, no, Captain no, Morgan. Captain Morgan's. Look, so, so let's I'm talk. I'm about to pour him a new glass. So let's talk about my man, Mr. Phoenix Suns, Mr. NBA, the newest crybaby. Kevin Durant. Durant. Hurt already after game one. Look, he got hurt not during practice, during the game. And what do we see on ESPN when we're at Pepino's? Him getting hurt during practice. He reminds me of who? My brother. My brother's a good enough athlete. Shoots left-handed. Not a great. Let's put it this way. Kevin Durant's 100 times better than my brother. But him and my brother have the same problems. A lot of people diss Kevin Durant because all he wants to do is go to super teams. Yeah, but the fact that he gets hurt and he's got a bad ankle says something. 
He either doesn't like he's got maybe it's the Oklahoma Thunder curse now. You have well, Durant has a championship though. Westbrook who's an idiot. He can't. You had Durant that that hops on teams that already won championships. So you really can't consider him a champion because well, he wanted Kyrie Irving in New Jersey in Brooklyn. He didn't win nothing there. But he wanted Kyrie and then he got rid of him. No, that's he wanted not, Harden too. That's not me my point. My point that that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he's a crybaby. He gets what he wants and then he blows it. No, no, Kyrie blew it in Brooklyn because he wanted to take the vaccine. If that vaccine never happened, if COVID nineteen it never happened. You still have KD and Kyrie. I'm eighty percent chance that the Nets would have gone to the NBA finals. Would they have won if they would have won it? I don't know. Because anybody you don't know who can beat the Bucks. Exactly. Look, I think I think if you're a NBA fan, you're sometimes wishing and hoping that people like Kobe Bryant never died and never retired. And we guys like me we wish that Larry Bird and Magic and Michael and Isaiah Thomas never ever had to retire. Because the NBA right now is a spin image of the WWE. It's a it's a fake atmosphere. It's not what is what's supposed to be. Now, I said it previously in my podcast before, without Sean and without Ron and anyone else. That I really do a lot of these things that a lot of these basketball players and a lot of these NFL players are catching on that they don't need to be playing every day. Now, Charles Barkley and every other ex-NBA player says you should be playing every day because the kids want to see you, you play. with that, right? And I do. But I'm going to tell you this. The more educated you become, the more smarter you come, become, not all, the more smarter you become off the court, the more re, re, the realization is that I don't need sports to make a living. Like, uh, so are you saying the more educated, like J.A. Morant waving a gun around in Denver? He's not and educated. Suspended. And He's not educated. Thug? He's not educated. That's my point. Those guys are not educated to not understand that. He went to a Catholic Christian school. Just because you go to a Catholic Christian school doesn't, doesn't mean, mean shit. You're right. Doesn't mean shit. We got Catholic girls spreading their legs all the time. And back in the 70s, popping out babies left and right. And then. we. I mean, it doesn't well, matter. Now you just have them spreading their legs and then they just go ahead and abort them. Yeah. Whatever. But my point is this. My point is this. The NBA, like the NFL, is built for entertainment. And a lot of these NBA players, like Kevin Durant, are figuring out, they're going to pay me $20 million this year no matter what. If people like, like the Phoenix Suns or the Brooklyn Nets or the Warriors want to pay me to have their jersey to have me represent their jersey, so be it. Pay me. I don't have to play every game. It is bad for sports. It really is. And I really do think the solution to this problem is what? Do it just like the March Madness. All teams make it. One, there's certain. You can't get in the playoffs if you have a losing record. Yes. 
No. Yes. Look at the look at NCAA. There's 350 teams, so not every we don't team have it. 350 teams in the NBA. We you only have 32. Yes, that makes it more, even more interesting. You can have teams like the Pistons. The Pistons suck, and once again, they're fucking losing today. Look, you don't know if they're gonna pull out a the win. Pistons are losing to the Hornets without Alonzo Ball. But I'm telling out. you, that would time fix. Out. That would fix. Don't give me time out. This is my show, Mister Forty Pants over here. <laughs> I want to ask something though. You were yeah. talking about how. Every single team should make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. No. Maybe, I'll give you this. Every team that has a winning record. Oh, my gosh. There's only 12. Maybe 10. No. No. <laughs> a winning record. You can say the same thing about the NFL. How did Tom Brady get in the playoffs? Well, a losing record. Because it's a shitty division, and some teams, the Lions, didn't make the playoffs, so it should have just been a winning team. Yeah, but still. Just that's winning teams, right? Let's hope so. That's so, all. first of all, you're saying that there's only 10 teams in the NBA with a winning record. No. It's, yeah, that's bullshit. Only, there's only 12 teams at the most. No. 12. The Bucks. Yeah, one. The Celtics. Two. The Sixers. Three. The Cavs. Four. The Knicks. Five. Brooklyn. Six. Miami. Seven. Atlanta. Eight. That's 33 and 33, so that's eight. Five. Denver. That's, okay, well, that's nine. Nine. Sacramento. Ten. What was their Memphis. record? 11. Phoenix. 12. Golden State. 13. Clippers. 15. Minnesota. 16. Dallas. 17. And that's it. 17. I'm five, game, I'm five teams off. They already take 20 of the, of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah, they already take 20 of the 30. Remember, they, play, they added the play-in game. Have all teams no. make it. Yes. No. As much as I'm a Bulls fan, no. Oh, my Lord. The Bulls don't deserve to go. The Pistons don't deserve to go. Can I just say one thing, folks? My buddy Sean is a big wagon fan. Follower. No, but guess what? Yes, you are. You like Dallas. I've always liked Dallas since I was a kid. You like I've the, Bulls. Liked the Bulls. I never because, got the Bulls. Because the Bulls were always winning at the time when you were still peeing yourself to death as a diaper. Yeah. yeah I like the Bulls. The Bulls suck right now. Yeah, the like Bulls. the Pistons. Yeah, but you don't like the Pistons when they won the championship, did you? 2004? I did like Rasheed Wallace. 2004? 2004, 2004? Did you I like I was at those playoff games. Because your dad was a Piston fan, and your brothers were My a Piston. My dad doesn't give a shit about the Pistons. He just is a, a sports fan like I am, and we went to the playoffs. Yeah, you, your dad. My dad doesn't root for the Pistons. Your brothers took you there. Neither one of my brothers loves sports. They're all skiers and fucking... Um, they know their shit about cars. And snowboarding and stuff like that. And skateboarding. Yeah. So anyway, Lakers are in the playoffs. If the playoffs are today, baby. They're the ninth seed and they're moving up. They're only one game behind Dallas. Look. Without LeBron. So if LeBron comes back. The brat, you mean? If LeBron comes back. Look the brat. Look out, Lakers. Look out, Lakers. I just want to make a moment right now as I'm thinking in my head. I want to shout out to the brat. That's how I got LeBrat. Head, when he says head, he means the head that in the, right on top of the head, not, yeah, the, yeah. not the other head. Well, Debray, you know. I'm an old school hip hop lover from from Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, uh, uh, Debrat, Warren G, all those kings of hip hop. San Jose State. 
Well, did you hear it? San Jose. You know, people just heard that. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have to whisper it. <laughs> he whispered it to me like I'm like going edit that out, folks. Look, all right. All right. I think we gotta talk about Sean's favorite coach, Chris Beard. Hey, by the way, we're watching Illinois versus Penn State Big Ten game. Illinois came back, they're up thirty seven. Oh, Penn State just scored thirty eight, thirty seven. So, Illinois just hit a three, and I know that before all you guys do because of FanDuel. And DraftKings and so on and so on. So, so Texas old coach, Sean's favorite coach right now. Chris Beard also at Texas Tech before that. And he's now been cleared of his uh, sh- shenanigans. Don't know why. They're talking about him taking the Ole Miss job. I wouldn't go to Ole Miss. No, I wouldn't either. Where did Ole you Miss go? sucks. Yeah. But if they're going to pay him enough money, why not? We build that team in two years, make it the Final Four in three years. You know? I'd rather go see take the Georgetown job. Oh, you know what? That might, that might or, be Or. Oh, no, I like or, that. I like that. I like it. You know why? Because the Big East is probably the best championship it is championship week league to be at now or you go back to where you were before you went to Texas and you go back to Texas Tech you could but it depends on Chris Beard is he a country boy or is he a city boy well old miss is not anything to do with the city well yeah, I know old miss is country too. but my point is this if you want your if you want your uh resume to go up, where would you go get re- up faster? Texas Tech, Texas, or the Big East? Well he got screwed at Texas, so he would probably stay at Texas Tech in the Big Twelve. Think it as a businessman. Think it as a scenario that you have to get your own resume to be well, respected. Texas Tech before, before no, the no, no, Texas Tech is nothing. Nothing in college basketball. Georgetown. No, you're not thinking. You're thinking. I'm thinking about the Big East. Okay. Your resume. Beeline has just retired. He is done. He is more respected. He is more respected as a big. Who is that? Is it ACC? He was at West Virginia. No, but. Beeline, no, no, the guy just retired. Syracuse. Oh, that's the Big East. Yeah, that guy. That guy. No, that's ACC. Oh, jeez, he was because he was the Big East before, and that's why he can't play. That's why Syracuse has sucked so bad because they joined the ACC. Oh, you're right. So ACC. Oh, you're right. You're right. This is why, man. I'm telling you. So the Big East they is need not a, that big of a they deal. Ne- they need to change that. They need to send Syracuse back to, to the Big East. They really do. They belong in the Big East. Whatever happened in that league, because all the Protestant schools, all, well, what happened is all the private schools didn't like all the representation that they had outside of all these religious schools representing that league. So they made that league divided. So Syracuse, in some ways, had to be pushed out to ACC. But in reality, Syracuse 
should never be in the ACC. Syracuse should be in the Big East with Georgetown. And that in, in itself is why Chris Beard. Well, Maryland should never be in the Big Ten. They should have stayed in the ACC. I know. I know. I know. But in this case, Syracuse is an exception to the rule where they need to go back to the to the to, to the Big East. Certain things are destroying. It's like USC and UCLA joining the Pac are joining the Big Ten. Yeah, that's not. It's like right. Texas and Texas, right. Texas let's, and Oklahoma going into I the know. SEC. I know, I know, I know. Let's not. Do talk, we really want that? No, no. Let's not talk about football reasons right now. Let's well, talk about basketball, basketball. too, because they're going to go know, into basketball. I know, I know, I know. But I want people to know. I want the Big East to get fixed because it was the best conference to watch in championship week, and I'm a Big Ten fan. And I never skipped a Big East game. Yeah, because UConn was playing Q's. Oh, man, that was awesome. Villanova in those years. Dude, those were the best years for the Big East. Georgetown was actually good when Al Iverson was there. Yeah. I mean, look, 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 you can't. Look, 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 you just can't replace Thompson. And I get it with Patrick, or we go back with Patrick. They thought that he could bring them back to the glory years, but some guys just don't have that coaching ability. They just don't. Just like Michael Jordan's never gonna win a championship in the NBA level as a general manager ownership, because he doesn't know what he's doing. He just he thinks he knows what he's doing. So it's, it's like Jim Harbaugh never winning a national championship. Yeah, that could be true. But the difference with Jim Harbaugh and Michael Jordan is that Michael Jordan's a lot better at his position than Jim Harbaugh was ever be. Wow. Duh. Look, look, besides the point, Michigan's still a better school than let's let's go beat someone up, Tucker, for losing the game at Michigan. Let's, this is the that's same. Not, that's this not is really the much. same university where Dwight, Juan Howard punched the Wisconsin Badger coach a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't use the N-word to the guy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe he shouldn't be swearing at somebody. Maybe Michigan shouldn't foul when they're down 12 points with the three seconds left. Why not? Why not? If you're going to be a little prick about it, we're going to follow you. I mean, if you don't like that, don't drop the N-word down, and some people just won't punch you in the face. The foul was before he dropped the N-word. So. Yeah. I'm not condoning the N-word. Yeah. I mean, no derogatory term should be thrown at somebody. Look, look. Do I think, let's go back to Michigan basketball. Do I really think that Michigan basketball is in a heap of trouble without Dickerson? Yes. Do I think Juwan Howard can save Michigan? No. And Sean's saying no. Look, I was surprised. I swear. I was surprised when Sean, when I used to work with him, came up to me and said, hey, guess who they're looking at as a Michigan's next coach? I'm like, who? He said, Juwan Howard. And I said, what did I say? No. Please, no. Did I not say that? You did. Did I not say that? But Juwan Howard was a prestige. He was liked in the NBA, and he was a good assistant coach. But assistant is not a head coach. He won a championship and got LeBron to come to Miami. That has nothing. Actually, it was probably uh, Dwayne Wade. No, it was Dwayne Wade and Pat Riley. And taxes. Pat Riley. Riley. And free taxes. Free income taxes. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Tell you this. (laughs) 
Sean's gay. No. <laughs> no I'm uh, if you ever need a free pass, just call uh, Andre's sister. Hey, man, man, don't talk about my sister like that because I don't want to talk about you. How your mama likes to cuddle with me. Oh God, (laughs) such an asshole. (laughs) Look, (laughs) that got real weird in two (laughs) seconds. That got real weird in two seconds. Look, this is what happens to you. Hey, that was somebody a little bit too long. He's like, whatever, bro. Look, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, let's hope that Michigan gets their head out of their asses. NIT. Uh, let's hope that. Maybe they can win the NIT. Is that going to be a success? I don't even think they're going to make the NIT. They lost so bad, I don't think they're going to get in it. Seriously. On a side note, guess what De- Detroit Mercy is thinking about? They're willing to pay that $50,000 so uh, Davis can break uh, Iceman's record. They're debating about paying the fifty k. To be in the shittiest tournament in the league. God. It's worse than the Gus Macker toilet bowl, folks. But if you can beat the Iceman, I mean, uh, pay, yeah, Pete Merrish? Yeah. Look, that's so stupid. I mean, look, Pete, Pistol Pete was one of the kind. He is before Magic, before Larry Bird, before anything that you saw on TV. And had, there was no three-pointers. And no three-pointers, but that's not even the point. The point that the man had ball-handling skills, and the guy was... And Andre likes to play with his balls. And I got two of them. Now it just got weird. <laughs> I, I mean, this has gone so bad. People are going to listen to the end of this, and it's like, what am I listening to? What am I listening to? I might have to edit this out. Edit this out. But I probably won't because I don't want to offend people who are listening to Sean. All right. Sean is a good guy. He means well. A little obnoxious. If you need a place to stay, knock on my door and I'll send you to Mount Trotter. Oh. Sean. Hey. Hey. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Look, folks, it's got real weird, so I'm going to end it. It has. I'm just going to have to end it. Thank you for listening to the podcast, the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Now you know why this is called the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Well, we started out with a really good thing, though. I mean, we had the, the deep conversation about being an alcoholic and, you know. And now, and I swear, next time we'll talk about how Sean joined the LBJTQ community. That will never be high. <laughs> well... He's still in the closet, so I mean, I mean, we're 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 okay with that. We are okay. Remember, folks, it's just a joke, and it's the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, and this is how we joke around with friends. Life is good in the nineties and before you bowling, 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 bowling. Oh, oh, bowling. Yeah, I know. So, thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Peace, love, Spotify, Apple Podcasts is where you can find me. Uh, you can email me, Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail.com. Peace and love. Thanks, Sean, for showing up. It's always great to be here, folks. Oh, yeah. Hey. hey.